Welcome to Westside Podcast. Each week, we'll take a relevant topic under the microscope to see what the Bible has to say about it. You will gain tools and information you need to support your faith walk and build Christ-centered families in Kansas City and beyond. I'm your host, Troy Kennedy. All right, everybody. Welcome to another Westside Podcast bonus mini editions <laughs> for this new year. Uh, we're so glad you guys have come back, and I have with me... A very, very good friend and a very special guest, Jason Morris, the man, the myth, the legend, here to mm. hang out with us. It's so fun to be yeah. here with you. Yeah, So glad you're doing this. Jason, some of you who are online people will know Jason as an online campus pastor. He's been kind of an innovator in that area for a really long time, and he's headed into a new season of ministry, yeah. just kind of working with uh, with our discipleship next yeah. steps team. You want to talk about that just a little yeah, bit? Yeah, basically, I see it as almost an evolution of what we do online, mm-hmm. where online... For the first part of my tenure there was really focused on Sunday. And we never got a ton of traction Mm -hmm. with like small groups online or as we know them, A2 groups. Mm -hmm. And so what I get to do now is hand off the Sunday responsibilities over to a team I've been mentoring, you know, Ty and Trish. They've been doing a great job and picking up on stuff really quick, which is nice too, that I can focus in on that area of online ministry that was always a little weak, mm-hmm. and that is the A2 stuff. And what I'm finding is if we can build it well for an A2 community online, mm-hmm. it'll work pretty much anywhere, Right. which I'm really excited about right. too, watching it just kind of pepper yeah, all around the globe. Just scalable in yeah. every way, yeah. Well, we're, we're excited to have you on that, get your eyes and your mm-hmm. ears and your intelligence and technical know-how <laughs> yeah. on all that stuff, because I frankly don't want to do any of that stuff, so... <laughs> I'm just really yeah. glad that you're here. Um, Jason and I have been buddies for a yeah. long time. There was, there was a season when we would just sit down at Taco Bell, <laughs> and we would podcast our discussions <laughs> over lunch. Yes. yes, the Cheap Lunch Wednesday. We got together and we would yeah. talk. It was really great fun. But yeah. hey, we're here in a new season at Westside where we're talking about um, fasting as a community, as a church, where we're fasting and we're praying and we're focusing our energies on what is this new season uh, that God is bringing Westside through, how is he directing us? And we're just really kind of just, um, we're bearing down and praying and just saying, asking God uh, to, to lead us as a community. And for mm. a lot of people at Westside, they've never really fasted and prayed before because fasting, frankly, gets kind of a bad rap, you know, historically, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, except if you're talking about intermittent fasting. Intermittent and, fasting, yeah. yeah. And we're not, and that, which is a great thing, and I've done yeah. intermittent Me fasting, too. but that's more like for health reasons more than for spiritual reasons. Right. And yeah. some of the downsides I think people think of when they say you're going to do a food fast, it's... Um, it can feel like it's a legalistic thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a. We're trying to score brownie points with God by our suffering, <laughs> right. kind of a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but it's really the opposite of that. Right. Exactly. Um, it's about us developing intimacy with God. It's about us developing our dependency on Him. It's not about you know self-flagellation in some way. Right. Uh, and if, if for nothing else, it just practically frees up time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. how much time do we spend? Like. <laughs> Preparing food, eating food, and then right. cleaning up afterwards. I mean, you just take all that out. You could free up easy three hours a day. 
<laughs> right. Who knows what could, could happen uh, exponentially if all yeah. thousands of people are freeing up all that time. So, right. But what we're wanting to do is we're just kind of focusing our hearts and our minds um, to seek God. What is he going to do mm-hmm. in our community in this next season of ministry? And if we all were learning this discipline of fasting and how that impacts us spiritually. So I just thought oh, yeah. that Jason and I could get together and talk with you just a little bit about... Uh, the biblical foundations, where does fasting mm. occur in the Bible? Yeah. Is it something we're supposed to do or is it an <laughs> optional thing right. or how does that work? So yeah. just, so Jason, just out of curiosity, you know, what's, you've been a minister for a really, really long time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Jason was a, a missionary in Paraguay for like 10 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. You've worked uh, in technical ministries. You've yeah. worked in campus ministries mm-hmm. and discipleship ministries, online ministries and everything. I'm surely you have fasted at some oh, yeah. point in time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, what, what's your experience with that and what were you fasting for? Well, it just depends. I've done it so many times. Um, I think a lot of it was clearing out space to connect with God mm-hmm. And to hear from him. And another layer underneath that is when you get hangry, it surfaces a lot of um, fleshly kinds of things you need to deal with. <laughs> it reveals your character. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. I mean, I remember one time when I was doing a 40-day fast, and I was like day 30 into it, and my wife said, I don't like this. You know, mm. you are nasty around home. You know, because you're just grumpy all the time. Yeah. This is not good. If this is what fasting is, you should not be doing this. You know? <laughs> and so it it showed me a lot of things of mm-hmm. like, you know, when when you abstain from things, there's like this this side of that's within each of us right. that wants to just like get back. You know, mm-hmm. and it was really good in that regard too to understand. Oh, that part of me is actually in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of the time we keep it managed. But when you're in a long-term fast, those things come up. And that was helpful for me, too, to understand that there are deeper things going on Mm -hmm. that I just kind of ignore, that I need to bring before the Lord in a way that I have time now to do. Yeah, well, fasting can be done for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Um, in the Old Testament, we see a variety of different fasts to different lengths of time. They're almost always food-related. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's it's certain kinds of food, like we see with Daniel and his right. buddies, yeah. and they just were just going to eat vegetables and not mm-hmm. all the other king's goodies. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but sometimes it was uh, even fasting from food and water, which you can't do for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's, you know... Or something miraculous, maybe that Jesus did, said he didn't have any food or drink for 40 days. That has got to yeah, be some sort legit. of Holy Spirit <laughs> uh, sustenance going on there. Um, but for the most part, when we're talking about fasting, it's about food and about probably for a little bit more of a limited amount of time. Could right. be 12 hours, 24 hours, could be a few days or even a, even a week or so. Um, in part of our trying to focus in our hearts and minds on something. So in the Old Testament, we see this a few times. The only place it's really um, required of people is in the Mosaic Law on the Day of Atonement, which is mm-hmm. Yom Kippur, right? Yeah. Where they would fast mm-hmm. for that full day. But the rest of the time, it's something that kind of happens uh, in, in an as-needed basis. Mm-hmm. Some kind of, there's a battle coming up, or there's a there's a crisis coming up, or right. there's a need to, before God, they're coming before God. And, there's a moment of repentance, too. Yeah, a moment of repentance where they're coming before God in fasting. You got any examples of that that you're thinking of? Well, I'm just, you know, there's plenty of examples, like even in the book of Jonah, when the Ninevites, you know, they fasted and then they weren't destroyed, like they were, like Jonah said they were going to be. 
even their, they put on sackcloth and, and ashes and even their animals. So that that's kind of taken it to the extreme. <laughs> but I think one thing that for me was always helpful is if my soul is feeling like I can't eat, mm-hmm. then that's a really good sign Right. that this is the perfect time to fast. Because <laughs> if I'm so worried and worked up about something right. that I can't sleep or I can't eat, then it's like, okay, this is, this is the exact time that I need to be connecting with God like never before. Mm-hmm. And my body is kind of telling me what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have had little indicators of fasting, right. but we ignore them. We don't listen to our body or to our soul in that way. And so we don't take those opportunities to actually find healing and find direction or, you know, restoration, whatever that happens to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that, you know, I'm really looking forward to, by the way, the notion of us collectively as a church doing this together. You find in scripture when people together did things like this, Mm -hmm. it was much more powerful than just one individual doing it. Right. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, yeah. to what God is going to reveal to us. And I kind of think, too, if that my soul needs to match that level of desperation so that if I'm going to fast first, right. then I need to put my soul posture in the place where it would have been anyway if I didn't feel like eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so in the New Testament, we see uh, Jesus talking about fasting, and it, it's not like it's a command like we see in the Day of Atonement in the right. Mosaic Law. It's basically, it's an assumption. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says, well, when you fast, mm-hmm. right, because these guys have probably experienced right. fasts their whole lives at one time or another, Yom Kippur, any other times when, you know, wow, they're that's com- fascinating. community. I never thought about that, you know, the Day of Atonement thing, mm-hmm. because with Jesus... He is the perfect lamb. Right. We don't need that fast right. anymore. But his disciples would have grown up with it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so he says, well, then when you fast, do it like this. Don't advertise it to everybody. <laughs> right. Don't walk around looking sad and hungry. Um, don't do right. it because then you just, it's its own reward, right? You're right. getting everybody else to acknowledge it. But to do it between you, it's between you and between you and God. Mm. And so uh, and then uh, the Apostle Paul talks about fasting. He says he engaged in fasting often in 2 Corinthians. Um, he says, uh, you know, you would bear in mind that that uh, you don't want to use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. So you're disciplining your flesh, mm-hmm. maybe through the practice of fasting mm-hmm. and other kinds of abstinence, maybe. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a, an assumption that Jesus makes in the New Testament. <laughs> and here's what we know about fasting. It's it's not something you just do capriciously. Um, certainly right. you can fast for your health. Yeah. Um, certainly, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, in Modern times, we talk about fasting from things like social media right. or, you know, or from screens or from right. maybe yeah. alcohol or something like that, where mm-hmm. you're trying to take time off from something that you feel a bit of urgency towards. In other words, there's maybe it's a habit mm-hmm. or a rut or something that uh, takes in a disproportionate amount of your energy. Yeah, it's kind of like what Paul said, all things are lawful, but I don't let anything control me. Right. When you f- start feeling like this is something I got to have, mm-hmm. like food where you feel like you got to have it, right. then sometimes it's great to take a break, whatever right. it is, to realize that you don't really need it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And the purpose of fasting then, typically it's, it's, uh, it's not because you're trying to punish yourself. It's not because you're trying mm-hmm. to, I don't know, there's, I guess there's something to be said for some degree of suffering, but, it's, but the point of it isn't, it's not an end in itself. The point of it is always 
to be centered on God. It's to cultivate a dependency and a focus on your relationship with Him. Um, more often than not, people go into a fast with a purpose. I'm yeah. praying about this. I'm right. praying for direction about that thing yeah. or this thing. Uh, it's part of it is it's your, uh, I'm announcing, I'm depending on you mm-hmm. for this thing. And I know for me, when I've gone through fast in the past, I find that the hunger is a ping. It's a reminder. Yeah, me too. As to why I'm doing this. Yes. Like, why am I hungry? Oh yeah, I'm praying for my mother. Right. Why am I, I'm praying for my child. I'm praying yeah. for... Uh, direction in this new job. I'm praying that God will give me clarity about this relationship. But when we fasting, it means you're saying to God, okay, I'm carving out space for us, mm-hmm. for me to seek you in this area. Mm-hmm. And boy, I tell you what, hunger will remind you real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I use it as a ping too. It's like, oh, ping, you know, it's time to pray, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not eating. I've got this time now. And interestingly enough, even on the physiological level, there's a lot of people that from the scientific and medical community say that like two or three days in, people get a mental clarity mm-hmm. that they don't get otherwise. Right. And what a better way to focus that mental clarity is with your relationship with God. Yeah. I mean, use that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You're seeking God, having a real purpose for it. We're not, um, we're feasting on him. Right. Right. Yeah. He is our sustenance. So it's right. like you're, you were, we refrain from feasting on food just for a little bit so that we were seeking him as our provider. And it, mm-hmm. he will remind you real quick of like, you know, yeah. what your body wants. And maybe you found this. And if you have, let me know. But I think it reminds us there's a whole lot more crossover between our spiritual and physical lives. Oh, yeah. Than we would like to admit. <laughs> yes. We like to think they're separate, but they're not. They're really not. Yeah. We're integrated people, emotional, yeah. physical, spiritual. And God made us physically. And he made us that way, yeah. And for it's a, a really good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's why, for me, it's right. it's like even the the ability to... Is it's also can be somewhat of an act of self-discipline too. Mm-hmm. Like when Paul said, you know, I buffet my body and bring right. it under submission. One of the ways that you can do that, even on the cellular level, mm-hmm. is through fasting. You're bringing your body under submission and saying, look, this is my time to connect mm-hmm. with God. I'm not going to listen to my body right now. Right. And it helps, um, it helps your body to not be so... Um, I don't know. Tyrannical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, it does. It does. Or it can, like I found too, just when you think you've got it under control, mm-hmm. it surfaces its head in other ways that you didn't expect. Yeah. So that you can concentrate on perhaps some deeper underlying things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have had the time to yeah. deal with otherwise. Yeah, it does reveal things about you. Mm-hmm. And I think we see in scripture when 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 there's... You know, once again, when there's some, there's a crisis coming up, there's a big decision. Um, you know, Jesus, before he begins his public ministry, he yeah. goes into 40 days of, of fasting in the wilderness. And we're thinking, you know, that God was working with him there and he was tempted by the enemy, um, you know, when he was hungry. Yeah. Right. He was tempted. The first by, thing was tempted with food too. Right? Yeah, he was tempted with food. He was he was tempted because he was in a in a physically weakened spot. And what did he do? He turned to scripture. He mm-hmm. turned to his heavenly father for strength mm-hmm. in the middle of that. So that's a great lesson for us too. I wouldn't suggest doing forty days. <laughs> um and I will say this too, you know, um there are a number of different kinds of fasts that you can have. Oh, yeah. and, it, and it can be from things like social media or alcohol, or you can pray about the kind of thing that maybe God is calling you to 
um, just for a season to step away from in yeah. order to focus. Um, but if you're going to do something that uh, any more than a couple days in, in uh, fasting from food, I would say this. Um, make sure that you're in a physical space that that's that's wise you might even yeah. want to talk to a doctor if you're you yeah. think it's questionable in any way um i know some people will fast entirely from food for a week or two we're going to have some friends who have done that in a couple of weeks we're going to uh get that podcast up there for you to, to see and have that conversation <laughs> so with did them. they did they did a complete like food they did a food fast complete food wow. fast yeah because i've food. done a 40 day ezekiel fast and, and what's that, that? Uh, that was like what you find in the book of Ezekiel mm -hmm. when God said to Ezekiel, he said, okay, for way longer, it was almost, it was over almost a year, somewhere around a year where he could only eat this certain kind of bread and it had oh, all the ingredients right. and he had to lie on his side there for mm -hmm. that entire time. And so I thought to myself, well, if we're going to do a 40 day, cause I had never done a 40 day before. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do a 40 day, I could eat Ezekiel bread for 40 days and water. Mm -hmm. And I could do that for 40 days. And that was very revealing because it's one thing to do it for two or three days. Right. It's another thing to do it a week. It's an another thing entirely to do anything for 40 days. Right. Man, I would like, <laughs> some weird cravings would pop up like three weeks in, <laughs> you know, stuff like I could smell onions everywhere, right. you know, just weird stuff like that. <laughs> but anyway, that was, yeah. that was one of the fasts that I did was yeah. an Ezekiel and fast. And what was the purpose behind that fasting, you think? Um, it was, we did it together as a church. Mm -hmm. It was to seek God as to what the next phase of ministry was going to uh, be for us as a body right. in Paraguay. Right. And it was, it was catalytic for us to get focused together right. on seeking God. Mm -hmm. And what came out of it was some pretty amazing things. It was a shared experience. Yeah. Focused yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's also a really great way to commiserate with your friends. Cause it's, <laughs> it's right. like, you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're doing something similar uh, at Westside here in, yeah. in this new year where we're going to be seeking God as a community. And, you know, people will determine what's, what's wise for them to do sure. in terms of what kind of fast for how long. Some people will do something like a juice fast where all they will have is uh, fruits and vegetables for, you know, some period of time. Some people will fast from meat. Some mm -hmm. people will fast from food entirely. Um, I typically will do, you know, one, two, three days of focused, no, no eating at all. Um, some people, if, if, you know, it's too hard for you, they might have some kind of juice to get some sort of calories in you. But uh, at the end of the day, the point of it isn't to see how extreme it can be Oh yeah. or yeah. to, or to, or to be capricious about it either. And just like say, you know, well, I'm going to give up smoking for the next 40 days. I've never smoked, but it, you know, <laughs> it's all, not all that meaningful. Um, <laughs> But just to say that I'm going to step away from something that my is in the rhythm of my life that's important yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, food is the perfect one. It's the biblical example that we have to focus the heart and the mind for mm. for a season um, on whatever it is God is doing. And and for us as a church, we're seeking Him for His direction for this mm. next season of ministry. Uh, not in. Not that we're going to stop doing anything big or anything like that. But we're just saying, what is the next hill? God wants right. us to take as yeah. a community. And so we're going to ask Westsiders as a whole to come together and to and to join us in that and to get really serious and mm -hmm. really focused about this thing. So we're very excited about, about that, what God's going to do and the opportunity that we have there. So just kind of as we're wrapping things yeah. up here, Jason, what do you what do you think kind of what are your parting words for our folks? Well, here I today? think, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, you know, just because it's not a food fast doesn't mean it's not meaningful. Right. There was a time when I did 
uh, screens, no screens outside of work. So I'd come to work and be on my computer because, you know, I'm an online pastor. I have to do that. But as soon as I left, I would leave my computer at work, Mm -hmm. go home, not watch TV, not get on my phone, none of that. And I dedicated that time to pray and be with my family. And it was crazy how it changed the family dynamic just with me being present, you know, yeah. not looking at my phone all the time, not watching TV. I'm actually engaging with conversation mm-hmm. to the point where at first they thought, that, this is kind of weird. <laughs> what, how come you want to talk to me? Am I in trouble? You know, right, it's like, right, right. you know, that's a little too focused. Right. right now. Exactly. Yeah. It was a little too much at first, but they, we all settled into mm-hmm. it after a while. And it was really cool. Some right. of the things that I, that we learned together as a family by me just having only screens at work and just leaving it there. Yeah. And so when I look at the two, you know, you know, if I'm comparing the two, one being like a 40-day Ezekiel bread fast, that was the longest and hardest one that I did, to one that was screens, which would on the surface feel like, oh, that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. They were about the same as it relates to how it impacted me and my family. Yeah. Because it was, it's all about intentionality and focus. What are you really doing this for? Right. And if you're you know, trying to see God and right. make some changes. It's really strange how when you disrupt a habit, mm-hmm. how everything tends to like feel like it's all upside down. Right, right. It <laughs> breaks up a, your rhythm. Yeah. It does. And, mm-hmm. and some people look at that as a bad thing, but it can be a very positive because it allows you to now right. analyze what you're actually doing instead of just going on autopilot all the time. Right. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, just to kind of sub- summarize for us, um, Fasting is absolutely scriptural. It is not something that is commanded that you must do, but it is something that is absolutely modeled, modeled by Jesus, modeled Mm. by the Apostle Paul, modeled in the Old Testament. It is something that not just in the Bible, but Christ followers um, throughout the last 2,000 years have practiced as a way to cultivate intimacy, focus, and dependence on God. Mm. And, um, and, we're looking forward to what God is going to do at Westside yeah. through this as we all kind of get on the same rhythm here for uh, in whatever shape it takes for you mm-hmm. for the next 40 days. And so mm-hmm. um, so we just wanted to give you just a bit of a little biblical theological background on that, just kind of set things up. It's like this is not a legalistic thing. We're not, um, God isn't necessarily impressed, but what he does want is more relationship with you. He does want more time with you. He mm. does want more interaction with you. And this is a wonderful way to kind of lean in and seek him and listen for his still small voice as mm. he directs us yeah. as a community. So um, we're next episode we have here of our Westside Podcast bonus mini episodes. <laughs> Because they're only about 15, 20 Bonus minutes mini long. extra. Yeah, exactly. It's like you got you get this for free. Um, is we're going to talk about the three big do's and three big don'ts of fasting. So be oh, looking forward to good. that. And in a couple more weeks, we're going to have some stories and some testimonies to some people who've done yeah. fasting, some pretty serious fasting, and kind of see what that meant to their relationship with God and, mm. and what they learned from it. So in the meantime, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. We hope the conversation has challenged you and perhaps sparked some new ideas. If you'd like some additional notes and helpful links, visit the episode page at westsidefamily.church podcast. And if you have questions, we'd love to hear them. Our last episode of the season, we'll devote an entire show to your questions. So you can also tell us what topics you'd like to hear and discuss in the future. Thank you for joining us today and God bless you.